It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast on a Tuesday. I'm James Rapine. Great to have you in on Twitter. At James Rapine at Locked On Reds. You can subscribe. LockedOnReds.com. Also on iTunes. Working to get on all the other platforms. This is episode six. We've already had six shows. It's our sixth show today. Great to have you in. I woke up today. I'm feeling good. Hit the gym early with my... uh, uh, a good buddy of mine who's back in the gym for the first time in a long time. So that's always a, a fun start to your morning. And then uh, I got some brunch in. Hopefully you were able to brunch like me. Got a, got a little breakfast in before my noon show on ESPN 1530. So great to have you in. A lot to get to today. You're going to hear from Reds General Manager Dick Williams. And you're going to hear from Homer Bailey and Robert Stevenson, who they've started the past couple games for the Reds. One really good start. One not-so-good start. So we get both ends of the spectrum there, which is something I think we should get used to this season when it comes to the Reds starting pitching. Um, One note, I know I said Doug Gray, RedsMinorLeagues.com, will be on this show today. I lied. Not because of him, and he will be on this show, but he's going to be on this show tomorrow. My schedule got crazy, got hectic, and I wanted to have Doug on. There's a lot I want to ask him, and I don't want to make it too quick and, and, and rush something that would hurt the quality or affect the quality of the interview. So, Doug Gray, this podcast tomorrow. Um, Let's start, though. Let's start with a couple days ago, because Homer Bailey makes a start the other day against Cleveland. It was a tie 2-2 on Sunday. And and Bailey pitched well. Two innings, two hits, three strikeouts, no earned runs, no walks. I mean, he did what was necessary of him and what's asked of him. And it's, it's only two innings. But it's a good two innings. And I've said this about the Reds a lot this offseason because I get it. A lot of you down on Homer Bailey because he hasn't stayed healthy. But if the Reds are going to get back to where at least I have hope for them to get this year, the set the table year as I've used, as I used yesterday with Chad Dotson, if you missed that, he was he was great yesterday. Chad Dotson of RedLakeNation.com on the podcast. It's a set the table year. Part of that table has to do with an expensive entree. That entree is Homer Bailey. They need that expensive entree to be healthy and to perform at a high level. And it was a a good start for Bailey. Like I said, two innings, two hits, no runs, three strikeouts, no walks. Here's Bailey after the game. It's definitely a good way to start. That's how you want to start. Um, Hopefully we can just kind of keep everything there and go game to game. Uh, You know, the first one, it's nice to, you know, get on there, be in some competition a little bit. You know, everything felt great. Um, had two clean innings, you know, not, not a high pitch count, didn't walk anybody, um, you know, just kind of get back in your feet wet a little bit. So that's the good news. Homer Bailey pitches well, doesn't allow any runs, doesn't walk anyone, three strikeouts, two innings of pitched, 2-2 tie against the Indians. And then yesterday, and this is what we're going to do, I'm going to monitor these spring training games, but I'm not going to go in-depth with you. 
Because honestly, do you care? Do you care about the result? I don't really give a damn about the result. Reds lost yesterday 5-2 to the Diamondbacks. But what I care about is how they got there. Right? And Arizona, well, they had three runs in the second inning off of Robert Stevenson. Stevenson takes the loss, give up, didn't get out of the second inning, pitched one and two-thirds innings, three hits, three runs, three all-earned, by the way, all-earned runs. One walk, did have four strikeouts, but gave up two home runs. And so he hadn't really pitched a ton, as he'll note here. You'll hear from him in just a second. But it is concerning. It is worth monitoring. But I'm not going to overreact either way. Look, I ultimately, I want both of these guys healthy and starting to get into a groove as opening day comes around. It's February. I know it's the end of February, but they still have a ton of games between now and opening day. Opening day, by the way, is 30 days away today. 30. It's going to be here before I know it, before you know it, before we all know it. So make sure you tell all your friends uh, about the Locked on Reds podcast. But here's Robert Stevenson, not panicking, not overreacting on the the rough outing, one and two-thirds innings, three earned runs, and two bombs. Just buff fastball up, and you know that's what I'm supposed to do with it, but... You know, it's the first time I faced live headers yet this spring, so um, I mean, it was a mixed bag for me, I think. But uh, you know, prove on it. Yeah, you know, physically felt really good. Um, I think just you know, working on fastball command and get that dialed in um, over the next you know course of the spring training. And uh, yeah, you know, normally you come into spring training, you get like a live BP. Um, Missed a little bit of time with the neck, and so uh, kind of just jumped straight into game. So it's definitely different, but uh, no, I feel good. So I, I think uh, it's fine. I'll get into games and start facing some real hitters rather than a live BP. As uh, I guess it's good for me. So that's Robert Stevenson. Not panicking. I get it. Understand it. Look, it's a process. It's a process, um, and that's why I'm not going to. Not that I'm trying to shape the narrative, but I'm not going to go super in depth with these spring training games. During the season, what you're going to get is highlights. You'll get calls from Marty. And you might get some calls during spring training, but it's not going to be anything insane here. We're not going to dive in and break down the nuts and bolts of a spring training game. We'll keep an eye on the the players that are projected to be in the minor leagues that are battling on the spring training roster. That's what we're going to do tomorrow with DougGraveRedsMinorLeagues.com. But overall, I'll keep you up to date. Little things like that on where the pitchers are, where some hitters are. Speaking of, of hitters, Nick Senzel. He um he played shortstop yesterday, and I think that was the biggest takeaway for me. Nick Senzel, the, the Reds' number one prospect, third baseman, played at shortstop yesterday, did get a hit, and had an RBI. So we'll see. Interesting. Had a couple at-bats yesterday. Went one for two with an RBI and uh, left one on base. So we'll see that. And you're going to hear from Reds general manager Dick Williams on a couple things, including Nick Senzel, including Jesse Winker, because those are the guys that I'm paying attention to this spring training. Nick Senzel, could he be up not at the start of the season? No chance in that. Dick Williams will explain that in just a second. But later in the year? Absolutely. If there's an injury, could he move up? Absolutely, especially if he can play shortstop. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Do me a favor. Tell a fellow Reds fan about our podcast. Do that for me. I'm trying to get it out there. 30 days between now and spring training. Let a fellow Reds fan know about the podcast, that it's on iTunes, that anyone anyone that has an, a web browser can listen to it. LockedOnReds.com. 
Every podcast goes up there. It's also on Megaphone. It'll be on other platforms. I get it. The Google Play. Those are familiar with my Locked on Bengals podcast. It's up everywhere. We're 320 plus episodes deep into Locked on Bengals. This is episode six. So it takes time to get it up on all the different uh, avenues and ventures. We will do that. I promise it will happen. But right now, iTunes, LockedOnReds.com, Megaphone. Those are the spots. And I'll tweet it out, as always, at James Erpine and at LockedOnReds. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Speaking of at Locked on Reds, I, I uh, was listening back to uh, Podcast Friday and I said at Locked on Bengals. So if I ever do that, it's just habit. <laughs> like I said, 320 plus episodes. It's uh, it's just habit. That's all. So if I mistake and say Bengals over Reds or something like that, it's just because, well, I'm used to saying Locked on Bengals over Locked on Reds. Doesn't mean I don't care about the Reds as well. <laughs> Thank you for com- um, coming and tuning in today on today's podcast. Let's hear from Reds General Manager Dick Williams. He was on News Radio 700 WLW with Lance McAllister, and they talked about a bunch of topics, uh, a bunch of topics. And there's a couple things that stand out. Let's start with the pitching staff because Homer Bailey, obviously, you heard from him, Anthony DiScafani, Brandon Finnegan. DiScafani set to pitch today, Brandon Finnegan tomorrow. Lance asked Dick, if he was happy with how Homer, DiScafani, and Finnegan were health-wise. You know, Homer's been on the field in competition and, and came out of it just fine and looked, looked sharp. Disco's going tomorrow morning, Finney, I think, on Thursday. So we'll see him between the lines. But so far, just getting loose and in their bullpens, um, they've all felt great. And uh, it's, it's certainly a good good feeling when, when you're keeping everybody healthy. So far, so good. I think that's a big key here. I think that's why we're in the set-to-table year this year versus last year. Yesterday, Chad Dotson mentioned it briefly on the podcast, how he thought last year was kind of that set-to-table year. I think injuries were a big reason why it wasn't. Injuries to Finnegan. Injuries to, to Bailey. I mean, you know, it's, it's something that, yes, they're going to deal with injuries this year, but they need to figure out what, what some of these young guys are. And speaking of that, Dick Williams was asked about this with Lance because I think a lot of Reds fans looked at the offseason and were like wondering why the Reds won 68 games and didn't really add any free agents. Here's Dick Williams on the importance of young young players if they're going to get to where they want to, why the young players need to be a big part of that, and why they didn't make many moves in the offseason. We're not holding back in terms of adding to this group. I really believe when you look at our 40-man roster – there's a lot of really competitive names on there, and that's a stronger position than we've, we've been in. But most importantly, when you do go out and sign a couple big-name free agents, you got to take guys off that 40-man roster, and we need to get to know these guys a little bit better. we got a lot of time invested in their development, and we see a lot of really good upside in these players. And you know, I want to make sure we get it right when we take some of them off and, and start going for it and signing the big-name free agents. I do think we'll invest in this in this team, but I, I really want to see what this, this group of guys can do first. That makes sense. Look, I need the young players. I need to figure out what they are. And if you're the Reds, you need to figure out what they are, and then you go from there. You can't wait around. The last thing Dick Williams and the Reds want to do is move on from really quality prospects that could be 
bookend, be the the reason why they get back to where they want to, be a part of this organization for the next 15 years, 10 years, just to throw them out the door for a veteran who's going to help them for the next couple years. They need to develop. They need to figure out these guys. That's what this year is. Who's worth keeping around? Who's not? And that's what the 2018 season is. I'll tell you one guy that's worth keeping around right now and could be a big part of the Reds organization's future is Nick Senzel. I don't expect him to be up and be in the majors early this year, maybe later, maybe a spring call-up is in order. Here's Dick Williams on the Reds' number one prospect, third baseman, and maybe even shortstop, Nick Senzel. I want to see him stay healthy and, and do what he's doing. You know, I watched him hit today, uh, batting practice with Pinella, and, um, you know, he's one of our better hitting evaluators. And um, Ian Don Long just really feel like the kid's approach is great. You know, there may be a few things we can do on the margin to even bring a little more power into this game. But for right now, it's just get comfortable at the big league level, get to know these teammates, get comfortable um, at short, you know, see what he can do there and stay healthy and get going this season. You know, we have a pretty set infield. So barring injury, I want Nick just to focus on his development for now and not worry about trying to beat somebody out uh, to, to open uh, the season with us. I like that. No pressure. Going to start in the minors. Pretty much said it. But, man, get Senzel ready. I want him to be the future. Look, if Jose Peraza doesn't work out at shortstop, you're going to have to figure out a solution. The Reds already have a a third baseman, Eugenio Suarez. Could he slide over to short? Could Senzel play short? Either way, I think in 2019, you're talking about Nick Senzel. If things go right, Nick Senzel being a starter on the Reds infield on that left side. As far as young players go, a guy who's probably not going to start for the Reds, but he will be up. He will be playing a lot. Here's Reds general manager Dick Williams on Jesse Winker and how much playing time he needs this season. Uh, he's got to play. You know, he's got to play a lot. He's got to continue to develop. He's a really good. He's got a really good offensive approach. He's still improving defensively. Even in a couple games here, we've seen a little hesitation. Um, you know, on his reads, he's still getting comfortable. We'll get him plenty of playing time. You know, the best teams are the ones that are the deepest teams, and it takes 25 men to win. And one of our biggest weaknesses has been the drop off from our starting players to our bench players. And I think if you can get a good four man rotation going in that outfield, you know, those four guys should still be playing every day. You know, three start, and that other one's going to be your probably your most potent weapon off the bench and get in that game at some point, at least. You, know, you would hope so, and so we we think it'll be uh, healthier for those guys to get a little bit of rest, and we think we'll be putting them in more favorable matchups more often. So, I, you know, it, it has a chance to be a real win-win for all four guys um, if it works the way it can. That's Reds General Manager Dick Williams on News Radio 700 WLW with Lance McAllister. And interesting tidbits. Look, I'm excited about Jesse Winker. There's a lot to be excited about. It's just question marks. That's why. In life, usually if there's a question mark in your life, whether it's – think of – have you ever had a, a car that you didn't know whether or not it was going to start up in the morning? And you didn't know whether or not it was going to start up. You had been having car issues, and when it does, you're like, yes. But it doesn't shock you when it doesn't. That's how I feel about the Reds. There's so many question marks. There's so many things that could go wrong from the starting staff to the middle of the infield to Jesse Winker, things that could go wrong. To the bullpen even. But they could also go right. And usually in life, it's not going to be extreme to one way or the other. It's going to be 50-50, 60-40. So 
Reds, odds are a lot of the young players play pretty well. Play okay. Play competent. But there's going to be 40% of them that don't. 60% that do. It'll be something like that. That's my estimation. Could be dead wrong. It might be 80-20. I would love for it to be 80-20. Because if it's 80-20, then they set the table. They got the food out. And it's it, it's a great filet going into 2019. But if not, they set the table year. It's it's going to be. And that's why I'm not trying to temper expectations. I want 90 wins. I think 75 is more realistic. So with this team, there's a lot to like. There's a lot to be curious about. And I think I'm curious. I'm curious to see Jesse Winker more. I'm curious to see how Brian Price handles the leadoff spot. I'm curious to see how these starting pitchers are going to do. If Homer Bailey could stay healthy. If Di Scalfani could be consistent and healthy. If Brandon Finnegan can be what he was in 2016. If Luis Castillo can be the guy that he looked like he was last year. Heck, Amir Garrett had a good outing. Does he play himself into the fold, into the mix? So there's a lot to like. There's a lot of questions. And I'm overall curious. And that's why the the cut that stands out to me from Dick Williams the most is the one on developing players and figuring out what they are. I want to know what they are. The Reds want to know what they are. You want to know what they are. And all of us, the beauty of it is here, Locked on Reds, Dick Williams, the fans, all of our listeners, everyone is going to find out together. That's the good, bad, blessing, curse of this season. We're going to find out together whether or not it works, whether or not Joey Votto doesn't have to sit there next year and say, well, damn, I don't want to be part of this rebuild. Whether or not the, the trades that Dick Williams made, if they're paying off. This is the year. And we're going to find out together. And that's exciting. That's scary. That's good and bad. It could be good. It could be great. It could also be not so great. I hope it's the first one. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. If you missed yesterday's podcast with Chad Dotson of RedLegNation.com, check it out. Good stuff. He's going to join us every single week during the baseball season. Another gentleman that's going to join us every single week is Doug Gray, RedsMinorLeagues.com. You'll hear from him tomorrow. Again, that was a me issue why he wasn't on today, not him. And he'll be on every single week as well. We'll get his thoughts because he does great work and in-depth work and looks at these prospects. And he's going to give you some insight on them. It's a perfect 20-minute Reds conversation. Who should we be paying attention to? Who he likes? Who he's concerned about? Etc. 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 So make sure you do stay tuned for that. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes. On your iPad, on your MacBook, you could do it on your iPhone. And if you don't have iTunes, that's fine. We're on Megaphone, and you do have an internet browser. So you could check it out every single day, LockedOnReds.com. On Twitter, at James Rapine, at LockedOnReds. Thank you so much for listening today on the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.